Welcome to NSCA's Coaching Podcast, episode 63. And I think that's, that's critical for us in this field is to help the next one in line get better than you. You know, if you're, if you're insecure about somebody taking over your role, like that's not the way to be. Like, get better than me. Like, let's advance this field one stair step at a time by standing on my shoulders. This is the NSCA's Coaching Podcast, where we talk to strength and conditioning coaches about what you really need to know, but probably didn't learn in school. There's strength and conditioning, and then there's everything else. Welcome to the NSCA Coaching Podcast. I am Scott Caulfield, and today with me, Lindy Kelly, Coordinator of Strength and Conditioning at the University of New England and the NSCA's main state director. Lindy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Scott. Excited you're here. Another uh, New Englander. <laughs> That's right. Did you grow up in Maine? Or are you I from did. Maine? Yeah. yeah nice. um, I grew up in a town called Buxton. Okay. Um, it's about 20 minutes from the UNE campus. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, went to high school in that area and then um, decided to continue my pl- uh, basketball career at UNE. Okay. So I didn't go awesome. far. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. So you were an athlete there and then you've been there ever since you played? Um, so I, I took about three years um, away from UNE. I worked at. Um, the largest orthopedic practice in the state at the time. We had performance, physical therapy, docs on site. Um, so it was a really cool integrative approach. Yeah. Um, I did that for about three years and then got the opportunity to come home. So nice. I did. And did you, so uh, UNE is Division Three. What uh, conference do you guys play in? We play in the Commonwealth Coast Conference. Commonwealth, cool. Who are yep. some of your other competitors uh, We play Endicott College, okay. Salve Regina, yep. Western New England University, um, Anybody who's kind of on that that seaboard right there, yep. we're the only school in Maine. Okay, so. cool. And uh, so, did you have a strength coach when you were in college at that time? Was so there? we didn't have a full timer. Okay. Um, Heath Pierce, who is our current yeah. director of Aquatic Exercise Science, um, was running a program in our fitness facility at the time, um, as well as 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 teaching. And um, we had a, a coach named Pat McCarthy who would help us out and design us a program, show us how to do it, but. Um, in terms of how I do things at UNE now, nothing similar. We okay. were super grateful for the help at the time, but we've grown tremendously yeah. since that time. Totally, yeah, because you guys have like a brand new facility now, and how, uh, how, long, how old is that? So we just finished uh, construction on that about a year and a half ago, okay. um, and we had finished it completely, but at the time we were still phasing in a new wing to our athletics facility. Yeah. So we actually split the facility uh, for a bit of time with athletic training until okay. they got their new home. Yep. Uh, so last uh, December was actually, or December before last, excuse me, was our first foray into the whole facility. So cool. Um, it's been recent, and I've, our whole building, our whole athletics building, was only about seven years old at the time. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and then we went back in and and redid it again. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. it was a really neat experience as a student. I got to help Heath um, on a kind of a board of other students decide what we would like in the facility. Nice. So I got to kind of give feedback as yeah. a, a student athlete. I never got to play in the building, right, but right, right. what would I have wanted it to be? I was awesome. a senior. Yeah. Um, and then to be able to redesign it as a professional, yeah. just the coolest experience. That's really neat. Um, and was it tough, like, getting money? Did you do, were you guys really working with, you know, administrators to get that budget set? Or was it kind of like you've got a pretty decent or did you have to do some kind of extra booster fundraising <laughs> you know division three can be a little interesting it so. can be tricky we're we're very fortunate and really blessed um athletics has always been a bit on the forefront at uni um when i my time there um we redesigned the logo and it really gained traction 
we actually got a grant from the Harold Alfond Foundation. Um, and if you're from Maine or New England, um, Harold Alfond um, owned Dexter Shoe Company. Yeah. Um, and it was very philanthropic. And he really felt that it was important for young men and women to have athletics opportunities as well as academic opportunities. Cool. So um, his family graciously, uh, I believe we applied for the grant. I don't want to speak on that. Um, and we're lucky enough to receive it. Yeah. Um, so that was the original money that we put into the Harold Alfon Forum with some match fundraising. Nice. Um, and then we were able to get a secondary grant yeah. to go in and, and continue Very to build nice. it. Nice. And so backing up a little bit, um, you when you went back to UNE, so you came from the physical therapy, was uh, just like job posting you saw it or did like Heath or McCarthy give you kind of a heads up hey uh, <laughs> I know you're doing some of this stuff in the field what do you think about coming back yeah I uh, interestingly enough it was a kind of talk about um, different roads and routes that we take to yeah, where we yeah. get um, I was very happy at the time at the orthopedic associates performance center um, but Heath gave me a call one day and said hey Pat's moving on and I was like, no way. <laughs> um, but I had recently, that summer, um, agreed to be a volunteer assistant coach for the women's basketball team um, for uh, head coach Anthony Ewing, who's who I played for for four years. Cool. Um, I was expecting my son Jace at the time, um, and I had him seven days before the season began <laughs> Wow. <nice. laughs> that year. Um, so I was already coaching at yeah. UNE, and... Um, I knew that we needed a strength coach. Um, I was acting in that capacity for a couple of the teams kind of on a voluntary basis. Yeah. Um, and Heath called and said, hey, you know, Pat's leaving. But the position was split between student affairs and athletics. Okay. So I was running both of our fitness facilities on campus, oh, wow. which yeah. was a great experience. Um, we had a general population facility, which is this common with Division Three, yeah. And then um, we also were fortunate enough to have the Harold Alphon Forum nice. strength and conditioning facility. Um, so both of those facilities were underneath kind of my, my wheelhouse. Um, and within a year or so, we really worked hard to, you know, pave the road for a full-time strength and conditioning position yeah. within athletics. That's cool. So Heath um, said, hey, let's, let's make a benchmark project. Yeah. Um, and we basically benchmarked ourselves versus all of the other schools in the Commonwealth Coast Conference, okay. as well as the other main private institutions such as Bates, Bowden, Colby, yeah. St. Joseph's, Hassan. Uh, main maritime and we really proved that we were deficient in the area um, and our administrators were great about listening that's cool to so that, you so. kind of came up you guys wrote this whole plan up and presented it to them like presentation or yep. kind of formal thing that's awesome we made so. a, a big visual um, and posters and Heath and I are famous for all kinds of things <laughs> <laughs> um, but it really it helped demonstrate the point that we were we were a bit behind yeah. in what we need to do we yeah, had beautiful yeah. facilities that was right. a strength right. um, but we just didn't have somebody to run them yep. um, as they deserve to be so now there is a full-time spe uh, fitness specialist in our campus center yeah. which is great because that, that population right. deserves it. Totally. Um, and now I'm fully in charge of just strength and conditioning. That's awesome. So do you know um, do you know if you guys doing that had any sort of impact on some other schools too? Like after they saw you, were they like, hey, how'd you guys do that? Like, do you <laughs> yeah, have absolutely. conference people reaching out to you? Yep. Um, we've had a lot of other, um, a lot of visitors since yeah, we've done yeah, this. Yeah. Um, and we're I'm always happy for anybody out there, by the way, if you're ever in Southern Maine and Biddeford, stop in, say hi. We'll take you for a lobster. Yeah. Nice. Port. Wicked lobster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't have, I don't even actually like seafood. I'm a weird Mainer. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we definitely love people to come visit. And um, we've had a lot of people reach out, other area institutions and not just Division Three. We've had um, 
University of Maine Orono reach out, um, become very friendly with Coach John Lynch, who's their yeah, head of sports former performance. Former NSCA intern. Yeah. Up Coach Lynch. He's great. Um, he's really involved in NSCA Maine with me now. Yeah, awesome. Um, and, you know, we've just had a lot of, we host our um, NSCA state clinics right. in the right. Northeast Regional there. Cool. Um, so people have been able to come see and, and ask. And we share the benchmark project with everybody and anybody that asks. Yep. Um, it was a successful model for us, and it, yeah. it seemed to help a few other folks at least get more resources. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do they do that every year? Is that a, like an annual yeah. thing? Wow. So I, I, um, I refresh it every single year. Awesome. Um, and we've added, a, we just recently added Suffolk to the Suffolk University to the, um, the Commonwealth Coast Conference. Okay. So I have to kind of adjust to yeah. who's doing what. And wow. um, so I have to keep track. And luckily, the other strength coaches is, again, one of the things I love about our field. Um, is that everybody's so willing, yeah. for the most part, to share what they're right. doing, how they're doing it, what their resources are. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've tried to do recently is um, get a, a symposium started with all the other collegiate programs in Maine cool. um, and have them to come. And we're working on putting this together, John and I, um, to try to get everybody in one room nice. and say, what's the state of affairs in yeah. strength and conditioning yeah. in Maine, you know, the collegiate level, and how yeah. can, because we're mostly Division threes. So there's right. only right. you, Maine, Orono, and then everyone else is Division three. Yep. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah, we just hosted the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, RMAC, uh, which is Division two, but their annual strength and conditioning coach meeting, which they've only done a couple times now, too, but they're not... Also, the RMAC conference is located in Colorado Springs, so we we know I know the associate commissioner and commissioner pretty well. Yeah. They we had a kind of a just it was really just a relationship where they had come by and visited, and we just said, hey, we should know each other. But then it you know wound up Gross becoming, hey, can we use your headquarters and classroom for our annual meeting? And we got Lauren Lando to come down from the Broncos and speak uh, to Lauren's them. Lauren's great. Yeah, yeah, it was really neat. So it's good because I think. You know, obviously, it would be super cool if more conferences could do that and more schools. So that's really neat that you guys are doing that. What, uh, again, as a former state director myself, I have a special place in my heart for you guys. Uh, what What's being a state director like for, for people who are listening and interested? And in, Yeah. Because I, I tell people all the time it's a great... You know, it's a great stepping stone and and probably, you know, even most of these like people you see on the board of directors nowadays, a lot of times you're going to see they were state directors once upon a time when they first started. Yeah, um, it's it's a blast. Number one, I really enjoy it. And I owe so much of what I now do within the NSCA and the people that I know from becoming the state director. Um, Heath was a state director for many years. Pat McCarthy, who I mentioned earlier, um, was a predecessor of mine right before I stepped into the role. This is my third year um, as the main state director, so my first kind of term. Yep. Um, I do the second term as well. I just re-upped that. Um, so I come from kind of a lineage yeah. of, of people at UNE yeah. um, who have been the state director. And I remember Heath telling me um, when I was a junior or a senior in the program, you know, hey, someday you're going to be the state director. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, but that's the best part about it is that it's such a family. Um, yeah. And you have a built-in group of people and network that you can reach out to at any time. And not just about NSA-related things, but... Right. What are you doing with your facility? How is this happening? What are you doing with this kind of student athlete? Or, um, so it's just, it's a really great group of people to work with. And I think that what we offer our membership is super important. Yeah. Um, I'm really kind of built my state member, uh, state directorship on helping students cool. specifically yeah. since I mean, we're at university of new England. So, um, we have a great exercise science, applied exercise science program, yeah. um, an athletic training program and there. And, you know, so, um, our Department of Exercise and Sport Performance is very involved 
and what we do. That's and great. we have St. Joseph's College who has oh, yeah. um, a program, uh, University of Southern Maine locally, yeah. U, yeah. U Maine Orono. Um, so we're really trying to help you know, students get involved earlier nice. in the NSCA and increase their membership and their understanding. I've met a few first-time students um, already, and uh, it's just awesome to see their, their eyes light up with yeah. what a national conference right, is and right. yeah. all of those great things. Um, and I also really try to use it to, um, to just further women in the field. Yeah. Um, I think that that's super important. There's not enough great women yeah. in strength and conditioning. Um, we need more. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This is my recruiting pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about how, how you guys, how you can help, you know, uh, support that movement? Yeah. Um, I think, A, getting them when they're students yeah. is, is critical. Okay. Um, you know, when they can, their eyes are kind of just opening to what the field really is. Yeah. I thought, I started out as an athletic training student yep. at UNE because I had torn an ACL in high school, loved my AT. She was great. Right. So I said, that's the route for me. Yeah. I got to UNE, um, even though the program's incredible, I just kind of felt like something was missing and I've always wanted to coach. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Um, and I fell in love with that aspect of it throughout my academic career. And I had incredible mentors like Heath um, who really opened my eyes to it before I left right. you know, school. He said, you're gonna, he's always challenged me and I love it. Um, I think that that's important is to challenge young women nice. um, immediately um, and kind of make them realize that they're capable of so much more than they think. So um, I think this is a, it's a kind of a broad generali generalization, but young men tend to, tend to think they can do everything. Yeah, young yeah. women tend to put themselves in a box. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we need to help them understand that, yeah, you're capable of all of that. Nice. Um, so doing that early yeah. and often yeah. is important to me. Um, most of our my interns um, have been female yeah. recently. I've also had a lot of great young men, um, but I really want them to understand that they don't have to become a, a physician's assistant or a physical therapist. Not Those professions are extremely important. Right. Um, but a lot of our students tend to go that route. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want them to see this as a true profession. Right. Yeah. So. No, that's cool. Yeah, we I have all female staff right now. So that's right. Um, Ashley, my full-time assistant who's here with us, is my you know full-time assistant there all the time. And then we have two interns that are from... University of Colorado at Colorado Springs. So they already have their CSCS. They're going to be in their second year master's program. That's awesome. Whitney and Caitlin, they're watching the shop right now while we're all here. So <laughs> we left them in charge. So hopefully I told them uh, if anybody gets hurt, you drag them across the street into the <laughs> USA hockey parking lot. And then we say, I don't know what happened. No. You know, joking, joking people. It's so funny. It's not, but no, I think the other important thing is a lot of women in this field feel um, that it's impossible to have a family, right? you know, and not, not just women either. That's a generalization yeah. I shouldn't make. You know, I think a lot of men feel the same way because yeah, we're yeah. the demands of, of what we do, right. um, especially at the collegiate level where, you know, at division three, I have, I'm in charge of 17 teams. We just added women's outdoor track in 2021. Wow. Um, so that's 18 teams and a large yeah. roster. We have football. I'm in charge of football. Wow. Um, and I think that a lot of people see that as, you know, a detriment to a family. Mm -hmm. um, and so women tend to start in the field and then yeah. when it's time to start a family, yeah. phase out because they don't have the institutional support, right. um, which I'm really blessed that my athletic directorship, um, Heather Davis, Kurt Smythe, um, our president, James Herbert, um, are just so supportive yeah. of families. That's um, cool. So yeah. I have one on the way in December and my four, yeah. year, four and a half year old, Jace. Um, yeah. So, but I, you know, that's not possible without a great support system. Right. You know, my, right. my husband is the best life partner I could ever ask for, yeah. Chris. Um, and then again, having a great mentor yeah. is yeah, important yeah. too. So yeah. I lean on them a lot to get it done, but yeah. I think that's another hurdle that 
young women come up against totally. Um, totally. and helping them. I think for me, having them see me as a mother, yeah. I, I try to do that, you know, like right. with football for specifically, um, you know, I don't necessarily fit the stereotypical football strength coach yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah. that you'd think of. So totally. a lot of recruits come in and their moms are with them. Right. You know, I'm kind of like <laughs> secret weapon. I'm like pulling the moms aside, like I'll take care of them, you yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah. and they really do That's become, great. you know, kind of like our kids, right. you know, totally. and not just while they're there for four years, but when they come back to see us, okay. all of our athletes, I love that. That's I love huge. keeping yeah. up with them. And, um, but I want my, <laughs> my women to, um, my young women to understand that hey, you can do this, like That's it's great. possible. And, and for the young men to see that as well, I think is That's hugely cool. important. Because they've most likely never had a woman as a coach. Right, right. yeah. So. No, when, I was, when I started at Dartmouth with football, uh, Caitlin Sweeney and Bob Miller, you know, kind of split it. But Caitlin was pretty much in charge. And awesome. She's at West Virginia now. Yep. Um, but And she was kind of my, you know, I say she was really my boss because that was my first experience. Um, and so she, she, dominated she had no problem running the show and yep. and they very much liked you know her to be loud and in charge and she owned it it was awesome yeah, yeah. i yeah. was like man she's way i couldn't be that loud like <laughs> I, she's got i'm not gonna be able to be that I'm no way <laughs> yeah they i try to let them like you know i'm like hey guys you're gonna have off days i want to know about how your life's going i want to know how school's going i want to i'm gonna mom you literally like what'd you eat for lunch <laughs> yeah, how much yeah, did you yeah. eat did you sleep last night you know, did you get your homework done <laughs> Um, I think that's what any great strength coach does, though, you yeah, know. Yeah, um, yeah. I think being a mother has made me, you know, twice the coach. Yeah. Because he's that's my cool. most important coaching job, first right, and foremost, right, right. you know. So um, I think that's that's a fun aspect of it. That that's cool. Unfortunately, though, a lot of people see it as, as a hurdle. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. we can clear it. You know, we just yeah. need a support system. Totally. And, and not just at home, but also, you know, yeah. mentors and the NSCA, different, you know, yeah. areas. Uh, was it, so was it? Did you, was it hard taking over football or was it easy? Was it, you know, when you got there, were you like, oh my gosh, now, you know, now football is mine too? Uh, <laughs> or was the football coaches supportive of it too? Oh, like, I mean, uh, it yeah. could be an interesting animal too, right? Again, very lucky. Um, our head coach, Mike Lichten, um, has been a blast to work with. Cool. Um, and, you know, we've really challenged each other um, throughout the process. Um, I like to joke one day we hired him. Um, I had already been at the institution, but I wasn't in my my role as it exists now yeah. fully. Um, that happened around the same time that Mike was hired, um, and he was hired a couple of years before we even played football. Okay. You know, to kind of okay. get the program yeah. going behind the scenes. And one day I walked in and he was in my office, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, um, "We're sharing an office," and I was like, "Great!" Okay. <laughs> but that was all. It was the best thing oh, because yeah, we bet. spent so much time yeah. planning ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and then one day I walked in, there was an, another coach in there named Kenny. He was our defensive coordinator and he's like oh this is Kenny he now lives in our office I'm like this is great <laughs> so but we spent a moral of the story is we spent a lot of time together yeah. um really making sure that I was assisting him and yeah. what he needed yeah. um and we communicate very effectively that's very cool. important um I think for any coaching head co you know strength coach head coach relationship yeah. um you know building that conduit yeah. is so necessary yeah. um you know so it's I think n taking it on wasn't necessarily daunting. It was exciting. Yeah. There's a lot of work behind football specifically. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously there's, you know, multiple programs that go yeah. into that and different yeah. positions and all those sorts of things. Um, but I really relish in that. And I think 
Um, it was interesting for me, again, being a female strength coach, having worked with individual football players previously. My husband played at a really successful um, high school program, cool. won a couple of state championships. We're a football family. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I understand the sport. I love it. Obviously, I've never played it. Right. Um, but I think getting the guys to understand that what's most important is understanding the culture of it yeah. and then understanding the biomechanics behind it yeah. and what I need to do to help you get there. I know what to do to help you get there. Um, and once they have that buy-in, you know, we're, we're off and running. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, when they're in the weight room, I, I mean, I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's a blast. I can be a chameleon on any right. given day. I can, yeah. That's another important skill, I think, is being able to jack yourself up, meet yeah. the team where they're totally. at, or bring them right. down. Like, right. you know, where, where, what do they need for the day? Be, you know, set the temperature and be the thermometer. That's so. a great point. That's a great point. What, um, how big of a team do you have? So how many athletes are you training on football at a time? Or is it groups? Like, what's yep. your guys kind of set up with that? So we have, um, this year we have around 120, I don't want to misspeak, kind of changes daily with the yeah, number, yeah. coming into camp yep. in about a month. Okay. Um, that's our highest number ever. We, okay. We've had about 70 to 80 on our roster previously the first year. Um, we played a pre-varsity season. We played, last year was our first full, full varsity okay. season in the CCC. Okay. Um, this will be our second. Cool. So. Um, you know, we, we, I think the idea is to have around 100 guys yeah. on the roster. Nice. Um, so we can train them in our facility. We're lucky enough. We have 12 uh, racks, okay. 12 platforms, nice. a nice 30-yard swatch of turf. Yeah. Um, so we can get everybody in there if we have to. Yeah. Organized chaos, but very, <laughs> very organized, right, you know. Right. Um, and we usually train them in season in four groups okay. around their class okay. schedules. Cool. So because everybody else obviously needs to get in too. And yep. um, at UNE, we don't have any common time off. It's uh, okay. so there's no like time from four to six, for example, yeah. where everybody has practice yep. and trains. Yep. Um, so from two to 8 PM, I just ran some data actually. Um, we put about 250 plus student athletes okay. through the weight room on any given night. Okay. And we train about 1200 athletes a week. Obviously that's yeah. wow. some multiple, the same person multiple right, times, right, but right. contact hour wise, it's yeah. tremendous. Wow. Yeah. What's the earliest group you have in the morning? So we, do, we do go as early as 6am. Okay. Um, it's been a challenge for me as a mother to get there right. early enough. Yeah. So thankfully I, I do have some interns that we encourage to get certified yeah. so that they can meet NCAA standards. Right. It's another thing that. Um, we're very conscious of cool. is meeting NCAA compliance standards nice. and at the gold standard, yeah. Um, yeah. requiring the CSCS, yeah. um, but at least the students can take their CPT and yep. get that ball started. Yep. Cool. Um, and then we also have um, a quarterback coach who is a CSCS, okay. um, so that's tremendously helpful. Yeah. Um, and then a few of our um, assistant coaches have gone on to get USAW at least. Okay. Um, so. We have some help yep. in some different yep. ways, trying to be creative, again, at the yeah. Division three level. Right. Um, I also have a per diem assistant. Okay. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, I, you know, I know you just posted that recently in the yep. college SIG, and um, that's a new position, right? Yep. So did you kind of come up with some creative funding for that one, too? Yeah, so that we've actually had that in play for, for the last two years. Nice. Um, just that the individuals have, have moved on to do other things, which really is what it's meant for. It's, right, right, it's right. meant to help somebody launch. Stepping stone, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I created a similar benchmark type thing and went to my administration yep. and said, hey, like this is a need. We, we don't yeah. meet the NCAA standards and guidelines yeah, yeah. that were just published right, right, in 2017, right, right again. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're far below the ratio yep. for a number of coaches to athletes. Um, and they listened again there, you know, That's we're great. a very health forward university yeah. with our majors. Yeah. Um, and they saw that as important and, right. um, for the health and safety of the student athletes. Yeah. So, um, they added that position. So that position is with me anywhere from 15 to 20 hours a week yep. right now, which I'm 
thankful for the help for sure. sure. We could use 40 hours. Absolutely. Right, right, right. But, yeah. um, we'll take it. So, um, we actually, I can't say his name just yet cause he's in the process of leaving his previous employer yeah, yeah, and coming, yeah, but, yeah. um, we're very excited about the hire that we made. Um, Great. and he's a Springfield mafia nice. yeah, guy. Yeah. So we're right excited about the road. that. There you go. <laughs> Um, no, that's cool. Yeah, we've had, again, my assistant position was part-time for the last eight months or so. I forget how long. I, I, it's cl pretty close, nine months. Um, and then it's similar, too. You know, I was like, look, I travel a lot. Uh, you know, this gym needs better supervision if I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Like, I, we can't um, just leave and our interns in charge i mean we can some of the times but not you know not all the, time, the, right? the amount that i travel and do this other stuff and you know our again it's easier when when you have the nsca standards and guidelines and you work at nsca headquarters to be like we really should <laughs> be adhering a little better to this um and so they listened and allowed me to hire ashley full-time yep. at the end oh, of may great. so we're back to full you know kind yep. of a full a full-time assistant that really can help supervise the gym because right. that's the biggest part because I get pulled into so many other areas. Yeah, um, absolutely. How have you guys tapped into, I mean, again, you have interns, so do you have, a, uh, you've got a great exercise science program, so you've got a great feeder. So how many of those students are you guys able to tap into every semester or year or however? How does that work? Yeah, we um, we have about 15 a year. Nice. Um, and we have anywhere from, you know, six to well five to seven depends on the the yeah. semester and the year and where they're at um so the some of them elect to stay with us an entire year which okay. is great yep. they have that option they have to do a three credit and a six credit um internship in their senior year okay um so they uh you know have to or sorry two three credit internships total of six um so they have to to figure out exactly how they're going to do that um but the ones that stay with us for a full year are generally obviously very interested in strength yeah. and conditioning and one of those shannon smith um just earned her master's from um miramac nice. and coach kamal okay. and those guys yeah, down there cool. so she's actually um in an assistantship with the nsca oh, awesome. um at the university of denver nice. so that's pretty yeah. cool really yeah. proud of her Very for cool. example nice. um so we're really focused on taking the interns and teaching them how to network yeah. teaching them the skills that they need to move forward that I mean, semester moves so fast it's hard to get in all of the pieces that you want with programming and this right. and that right. and I try to really focus mostly on the art of coaching cool. um, and getting them to understand how to be a coach, what, yeah. the, what the field feels like, what's your daily yeah. kind of requirements and those sorts of things. I think that, and we certainly focus on programming and they're, they're responsible right. for doing warm-ups and eventually earn the, the right to yeah. coach a yeah. full session yeah, or yeah. multiple sessions or kind of be in a, a key position with a team and they come yeah. to know that, co make them call themselves coach. Yep. Um, you know, and my athletes know, and obviously they're mostly, many of them are student athletes themselves. Sure, sure, sure. So, you know, they, they could be friends with yeah, all the athletes, yeah. but you know, when you're in the weight room, you are a coach yeah, and great. they are to refer to you as yeah, such, um, cool. to kind of get that mentality rolling. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a piece that, you know, we do a great job with our curriculum, teaching the science yeah. and the practical aspects as well. Yeah. Um, but I try to give them an intensive right. on that. And I, I could not do what I do without my interns. I yeah. refer to them as the Nor'easter Strength and Conditioning family. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They mentor my current interns. Yeah. So I assign yeah. them like as the years go and we've got, you know, more and more out. Yeah. Um, you know, I say, hey, reach out to, to yeah. X, Y, Z and yeah, yeah. make the, they, inter they uh, thankfully mentor all of the younger ones nice. and help them kind of understand yeah. where they're going. You know, yeah. they're not all focused on strength and conditioning. Right. But my hope is that they leave me better, which is my overarching philosophy. Yeah, yeah 
Um, they leave me individually better. They leave the the internship better themselves. Yeah. You know, they make a mark on it somehow. Um, but that they understand the key role of strength and conditioning yeah. in the world of sports performance team. Right. So if they're going to go on to physical therapy, yeah. great. I want you to understand how a great strength coach can be your best friend. You know, nice. um, if they're going to go into athletic training, which we have had a couple do like later on, um, you know, again, how can a strength coach help you out? Like, yeah. what are the benefits of understanding that? So that's awesome. What um, are those all UNE students, or do you have like outside interns as well? If someone wanted yep. to come from um, a different school, we haven't done that just yet, okay. but I think it might be in the works. Yeah. Um, again, because we have so many kind of from UNE, um, but we definitely have people. People have asked to volunteer yeah. and or come yeah. observe things, and there's paperwork on that end and those sure, sorts of things. Sure, but sure. we're actually only in year five okay. of like yeah. or year three of our strength and conditioning program as. Yeah. It is. And yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, you know, I look back on it five years ago when I was in the other kind of role and trying to dream up what we're doing now. And I'm just floored by what we've been able to do. Um, cool. And again, I couldn't have done any of it without the support system of my administration, right. the head coaches, the student athletes, uh, mentors yeah. like Heath Pierce um, and the interns. So it's been a family affair. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> what uh, What are some of the big challenges that you're still facing? Uh, you know, at that level or kind of in your setting? Yep. Um, I think again, ha like staffing is a is a yeah. big key, and uh, you know, that's only because I, I want so close so badly to adhere to the NSCA standards and guidelines yeah. to ensure that our student athletes have everything they need. Um, I definitely feel you know. I'd be remiss in saying that I feel like I have everything under control every day. Right. That's a, a complete fallacy. None right. of us feel that way, <laughs> yeah. you know, even if we have the staff in place. Um, but I feel like it would be very beneficial for us to eventually in the next few years take that step of adding a full-time assistant yeah. strength coach um, or at least somebody in a more permanent fashion yep. um, that can build those lasting relationships with the athletes because really that's what my program's built on is, is them. It's about them. We're athlete-centric at the end of the day. Um, so to have a revolving position, um, is helpful, yeah. but it would be great to have that next step. So that's kind of the major challenge I think that we're facing. Um, our space is beautiful, it's, it's great, um, but we, I don't see that changing anytime soon and I wouldn't change it, I love it, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, but we're already tight on space. We should have got 15 maybe. But we luckily, I mean, we maximized everything yeah. we could with the space that we worked with Perform Better yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. they were incredible to help us out with everything that we did. Um, but, you know, scheduling is a yeah, challenge right. at the Division three level right. because how do you get everybody in in a timely fashion? Right now, everybody's in on the half hour. Okay. So we start a team. Um, you know, I'll take that team. The next half hour, my assistant grabs that team. And then I'm finishing grabbing the next okay. one. Um, and so on with the interns as well. So at any given point, we could have up to three teams in the weight room. I could have wow. three smaller teams yep. Yep. like uh, women's basketball, volleyball, for example, um, golf or um, cross country, you know, we okay. can kind of like ebb yeah. and flow together. Yeah. Um, so kind of keeping that ball rolling in an efficient manner yeah. and supervision and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, my brain's always thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So, and are you technically, uh, in charge of all those 17 teams or, and then this new person will have a few, yeah. are you going to do you, so you program for all those guys? So I have in the past pretty much programmed specifically for all 17 wow, teams. Nice. Um, my last assistant definitely helped take a few of those teams cool. as we got into it. Um, but initially I do until they kind of get their feet wet with yeah. understanding the athletes and the head coaches and their yeah, needs yeah. and wants. 
Um, but I think this next, my next assistant, that's going to be kind of the goal. Um, with athletic training, for example, we have uh, four full-timers, and they're all incredible. I, I failed to mention them earlier. I couldn't do what I do without my great athletic training staff, nice. honestly. Um, they're such great partners and everything. Um, but they have point teams, yeah. you know. Um, I don't know that that's ever, until we get a full-time person, right. that's right. going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I try to keep my hands on each team yeah. um, just so they feel like they have kind of that that in touch with things. Yeah. Um, and then I try to back off as, you know, my assistant takes over. So yeah. I'm still just heavily involved cool. in all of that. And are you expected to go to like practices and games? I mean, or is it more, you know, you can show up when you want to show up or need, you know, when you feel you need to, or are, you, are they like, hey, we need you to warm up the soccer team before <laughs> they practice, which right. is kind of a joke it would uh, it would be <laughs> it would be extremely difficult for that to happen um as much as sometimes i might like to be more involved on the sideline um just because i'm you know when they're in practicing games i'm i've got three teams in front of me in the weight room right so um i don't get to get out to the sideline or practice as much as i might like to um but every once in a while i have i certainly have an open invite with a few of our teams yeah. um to show up whenever um and cool. sometimes i'll just sit in bleachers and watch ice hockey practice yeah. and kind of pick out movement patterns that i see that eh, we should maybe work on this a little bit nice. or um you know i go out i watch a lot of film at home you know if they're playing on the road yeah. i'll pull it up nice. and I'll, I'll keep an eye on again those things and I'm supporting them, but I'm also secretly like, all right, what do I need to work on yeah, in the weight room? Totally. Um, but I think for strength coaches, especially at this level with Division Three, you know, we're in the weight room. They're not getting scholarships to compete. Yeah. It's against NCAA regulations. Yeah. Um, you know, there's very few rewards for them other than just the love of the sport. Right. Um, and I think it's really rewarding for them to see their hard work from the weight room parlay into performance. Sure. Um, and I think it, it matters to them to see their strength staff at the games yeah. um, so even if I'm not on their sideline I make a point of getting if I'm on my way out for the night and there's a game I'm going to pop over for 10 or 15 minutes cool. yeah, yeah. Um, we bring my little one to as many games as possible yeah. and my husband like he yeah. was in he was a nor'easter too graduated oh, yeah. from uni um, so you know we, we try to get the family involved yeah. like our, our family yeah. outings are often on a Saturday yeah. to like game. games <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. um, but I think that that's key I think yeah. they need to see their strength staff at games and yeah. obviously the division one they're traveling with them they're warming them up they're yeah. cooling them down they're doing all those great things so they're, they're with them a little more often right. and where I have all 17 I try to spread the love yeah. so that you know they feel it um, if I'm invited on a trip and I can go yeah. I will um, so a lot of like usually NCAA tournament Right. type games right. that kind right. of stuff um you know i went with women's lacrosse a couple of years ago on spring break yep. did some nice. beach workouts yeah. and pool workouts so yeah. i'll Where's go the training when I trip can. this year oh, yep i can make it <laughs> florida great <laughs> sounds good in february or march in, in right. maine you know? right. Right. um so <laughs> it's it's fun that way but i try to be as involved if they invite me to a team meeting yeah great if they invite me to a team dinner or the end of the year celebration I'm there yeah. if I can be. Um, and I just, I think, and I think that's important yeah. for building those relationships. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so any, any aspirations to move, to, to move to a different division or like be a professional strength coach or, yep. I, I mean, it sounds like you've got a pretty great situation. <laughs> Obviously you're very passionate and happy, you know, is yeah. it, or is it, could you, could you stay at, could you, if you wanted to, stay at UNE for 20 years and retire from at the school? Yeah, I, I definitely am extremely happy where I'm at. Cool. Um, I think that there's something special about the Division three level. Nice. And I, I, I wouldn't even so much call it a niche as 
just a passion. Um, I think at the, the D1 level, again, in, incredible things that they, they can do with their athletes, usually, usually not always, have more resources right. um, and abilities to be with them and those sorts of things. Um, but John, John Lynch might argue with you about <laughs> resources. I know, I know. We joke about that. Um, but I just... I, I couldn't see myself anywhere else. Cool. Um, you know, the joke is that I drink the blue Kool-Aid yeah, and yeah, yeah. I bleed blue, um, right. you know, yeah. Nor'easter blue. And yeah. um, some people might see that as like it gets hokey, whatever else. I, I don't. It's it's who I am. Um, it's a part of who I am. Yeah. I think being a Nor'easter, it's just, it's special to me. Yeah. Um, having been a student athlete and, you know, a product of their program, um, I could definitely see myself there forever. Yeah. Um, and for better or worse, you know, if a better opportunity arose, sure. I, I don't know that I, I just, I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's so much great, there's so many great things happening right. at the university and not just athletically, academically. Yeah. I mean, we have, um, you know, our, our biggest incoming freshman class in the Applied Exercise Science program ever. Wow. I believe he okay. said it was 63 nice. the other day, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm right now finishing my master's in applied nutrition through yeah, UNE. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to put that to work. Cool. So there's, I have plans in the future yeah, yeah, of yeah. how I want to do that. We don't, many division threes don't have any access to sports nutrition okay. or counseling. Right. Um, and, you know, we do a pretty good job of, of getting them to understand the importance of it, but we need to do more for them. Um, yeah. And so I, I can kind of see my role in the future potentially if there's room for that. Um, growing into trying to supervise something like that as well. Cool. Um, and that's why I'm getting a master's specifically in it. I yeah. have an interest in it, and nice. I, I see that it's a need yeah. for our athletes and trying to fill that gap. Totally. Um, and everyone's like, how are, you, how are you gonna do all of these things? Like, <laughs> right, how, where right, are you gonna right. find the time? Be a mother, do this, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think just like when you know, you're worried about having another kid, is, there, you know, is your, your love for your child gonna multiply, or is it gonna yeah. be difficult to split that? Right. I think that we have great capacity to multiply sure. if we love something enough. Totally. Um, totally. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with with uni and what I do. I yeah. also have the opportunity to teach a yeah. little bit okay, in the cool. Applied Exercise Science yep. Program, um, which is I think kind of a neat thing with Division Three that yeah. we get to do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, just because again resources are fewer. Right. Um, so I get to um, be the lab instructor for our. Um, fitness evaluation and prescription course, nice. cool. which is kind of getting them ready to take the CPT. Yep. Um, and then I also am the lab instructor for our concepts of strength and conditioning course. Nice. So I work with Heath to get them ready with their CSCS. Yeah. Um, I teach the CSCS review portion yep. cool. um, alongside Heath. Um, I'll lecture whenever I can. Yeah. I love being in the classroom. Nice. If anything, I can see my role kind of um, growing to include yeah. you know, being, being more involved in the classroom potentially. Yeah. Um, cause again, I think it's just so <laughs> critical. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Speaking of Heath yeah, Pierce, here he is taking pictures of me. Here, he's taking pictures. proud at all. <laughs> 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 but, uh, I think it's just, it's so important again, to get the students involved early on totally. and to share that, that experience with them. Yeah. Um, and not just from, you know, the books, but right. Hey, this is what that we've done. And we try not to share our, um, our opinion too often. Yeah, we yeah, try yeah. to share. You know, this is this is these are standards. This these are guidelines. Right, this is the right. science. Yeah. Um, but if they ask, this is how we've sure. implemented yeah, it. Yeah. This is how we do it in real in real practice yeah. too. Yeah. No, that's cool. That it just sounds like such a great place. And I think uh, you know, if any, if nothing else, people hopefully listening that are wondering, you know, will be able to reach out to you and and kind of pick your brain because. It's obviously not impossible, right? So people right. complain about resources all the time, and you're clearly 
not a school at, you know with tremendous resources you've gotten grants you've been creative you've gone outside the box and yep. thinking things so yeah i think that's a big one to to not get stuck in the the minutia of oh what was me it's like and, and i think mike carroll is in charge of our sig now you yep. know again another division three strength coach you know is very good about saying well you know well what are we doing about it like, right like, yeah, like let's complain great, about it but, but like, what are you gonna yeah, do yeah. yeah Heath always tell like it's something and he came up with that i've taken forward um you know be part of the solution yeah. not part of the problem yeah. um and so what can you do to make your situation better you know totally. um how can you get creative about things how yeah. can you you know our favorite tool yeah. in the whole weight room is a two dollar home depot dowel yeah favorite tool and I it's I use it I carry it around like Gandalf like <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt speaks softly yeah, carry a big yeah, stick yeah, like yeah. you know so my kids know that too they kind of laugh I'm in a mood I like got the stick and I'm like you know after it um but they we use it for everything from teaching form and technique to but that's you know that's such a simple thing I'm, right. I'm blessed that we have 12 inlaid platforms and 12 racks yeah. and all the specialty bars I could ask for and the sleds and the, all the I mean all yeah. the bells and whistles right. but I still love that dowel yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and I um, I love what we do with our own body weight yeah. as well. And, uh, you know, we, I love mixing in tempos and different isometric positions and different joint angles. Um, there's so many ways to be creative with your programming yeah. that don't have to involve yeah. a barbell and a rack, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so especially the D3 level, you, ha you have to be that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, so I find myself sometimes I'm like, man, I haven't used the Swiss bars in a while. Right. Do I need to? Right, like, right. should I? I mean, I have them just in case I need yeah. them for an athlete, you know, with an affected yeah. shoulder, for example, yeah, or just yeah. a changing a grip. But, right. um, you know, I try really hard to stick to the science that dictates things yeah. with research, but also how can I be creative? And I think yeah. Division Three forces us totally. to flex our creative brain, you know, and that's creative great, muscle. That's a great um, point, yeah. So it's, I, I love that aspect of it. That's cool. What uh, what do we got coming up for NSCA Maine or, and or uh, Northeast region? Because, again, with Heath being uh, tied in, I know you got the inside details. <laughs> yeah, usually if there's <laughs> anything going on, at, you know, in the Northeast, I'm, I'm pretty abreast of it. Um, we're going to be hosting the Northeast Regional. I, it's not set in stone yet, but around the 1st of December. Okay. So keep an eye out for that. Cool. Um, and, again, we're going to try to tie in the, the Foundations of Coaching right. clinic nice. to that, cool. um, a course to that. And then um, we traditionally host the Maine State Clinic in the spring. I'm kind right. of looking at different options right now yeah. just to – best fit our constituency and, and cool. our membership and yeah. is that the best time is it not right. um so this spring i volunteered with a bunch of the other state clinics went out to vermont with yep. justin yep. smith nice. um went down to yukon um cool. with joel demarco um so i really and then i and it went to the uh, combined NEACSM and nsca yep. conference right, to right. assist cool. with that a little bit a so one. i spent a lot of time with that this year cool. um but i'm trying to nail down exactly the best time so if you're out there and a man and you kind of have some you know ideas get at me yeah, um totally so yeah. but we're also maine is um we don't have an, enough strength and conditioning knowledge or know-how at the high school level yeah um yeah. especially when we're heavily division three right we get a lot of maine athletes yeah. um yeah. and it's something that john lynch and i are both really passionate about yeah. so we're uh kind of you know, spitballing ideas and kind of working together on how we can maybe approach high school coaches specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we would love to have strength coaches, but right. how can we get them to understand the importance of it? And yeah. if they have been in the weight room with their athletes, how can we improve 
what they're doing with them so that when they get to us selfishly, yeah. you know, yeah. we have we have less work to do totally. um, to kind of to help them out and, you know, improve the injury rates. Right. You know, I'm a high school ACL, yeah. both ACLs here, actually. Yeah. So, again, I just I don't want to see kids hurt. And right. I think that's why I switched to strength and conditioning is I want I want to be on the preemptive end. I want to yeah. Yeah, be yeah. trying to keep kids healthy yeah. um, and fight through things versus getting them back but if I have to get them back right. I've been there done it yeah, yeah. like I got yeah, your back kid right, right. Um, and I think my athletes understand that a lot yeah. too oh, that's so that's so great uh, this has been fantastic how about if people are still interested more interested hearing about what you do trying to get ideas and, and steal all the stuff that you've already done to help them out what's yep. the best way to reach out to you uh, my email is l-l-i-b-b-y number two so l-libby two okay. still my student email nice. it's kind of funny it's Perfect. Like <laughs> at une.edu um so please email me um Honestly, um, I have uh, Instagram as well. It's nor'easter underscore strength. Cool. Um, so people can follow me on that. Um, nice. I was talking to Sue Graves from Florida Atlantic University last night. She's a professor there. And she was like, I, I wake up every morning and check. I'm like, no way. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> I love social media for that reason. Yeah, like, you never know I who you're going to connect with. Totally. Um, so I just started Twitter, which is kind of hilarious that I just started Twitter. <laughs> but, like, my athletes, are they're on, you know, Instagram right, a lot. Right, so right. that's where they mostly interact with yeah. me. Um, but you know, I'd love, uh, people have reached out to me via Instagram, via email, yeah. um, you know, always more than happy to have people come visit us nice. and see what we do. And not just to say like, look at this beautiful Cadillac of a facility that yeah. we have. Um, I want to help them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's critical for us in this field yeah. is to help the next one in line. Right get better than you. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're insecure about somebody taking over your role, right. like that's not the way to be like, yeah. get better than me. Like let's right, advance right. this field one yeah. stair step yeah. at a time yeah. by standing on my shoulders. Yeah. So, um, again, happy to help anybody that wants to come up and visit. Um, my assistant that I just hired actually had come to visit me for that reason. Nice. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, interested in helping another school in Maine with strength and conditioning after his graduation. Yeah. Um, and I loved that about him. Yeah, you know, totally. I think just we can help each other, especially in Maine. If yeah. you're in Maine or New Hampshire, Mass, New England, come visit. If you're not and you're just visiting, again, stop right, in. Right. Um, but within the state, it's it's just so important for what yeah. we're doing. And, yeah. um, you know, we don't have a lot going on in the high school level. Yeah. Um, college level is kind of waking up yeah. and coming around to it. Right. Um, so we got to help each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. male, female, it does not matter. Coach right. is coach. Right. Right, um, right. I just gave a presentation on that at the um, Great Lakes Regional. Cool. Um, and it was, you know, it was awesome to see the, the response from that. Yeah. I was really just humbled by it. Nice. Um, so just at the end of the day, again, we coach is coach. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I think that's a huge kind of underlying, you know, uh, tenant or foundational block of the NSCA in general, right? Like Absolutely. helping each other out, helping somebody become state director eventually or, you know, take over another position or learn more about what they need to learn more. And it, yeah. it's such an open, like you're saying, open sharing, help people get better, uh, you know, improve themselves and yeah, be better than me. Like, yeah. yeah. I try to go visit like anytime, like anytime I get totally. a chance, yeah, um, so cool. you know, I started with a trip to, to Miramac um, yeah. to go visit Mike Kamal and Scott Lynch yeah. um, or Scott Leach, excuse me. And uh, it was a blast, you know, and, and I often try to bring my interns as well. So cool. it's not often just me going alone. It's, nice. hey, come with me. Yeah. Like, cause like, and if we don't take their hand right. and literally show them what this is about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they might find it. Right. 
They right? might. Or you can tell them about it all right. you want. That it's not the same. Right. Yeah. We were just in the state directorship meeting this morning, and um, one of the things we, that was really awesome is that we're very quickly approaching 30,000 members. Nice. And we're at like 28,000 yep. or so. Yep. So we were yep. saying, you know, what can we do to kind of yeah. get over that number? Right. Um, and I think that getting the students, yeah, like how totally. many of them, if you have an exercise science program, how do they not know right, right. about the NSCA, yeah. right? And hopefully they're an ERP program and yeah. those sorts of things. But um, I just, there's so much growth yet to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we just have to help each other yeah. do it. I tell students that all the time. Like, dude, sign up while it's still cheap. <laughs> like, <laughs> Take it, advantage. As soon as you're not in college anymore, you're going to pay full price. Like, get yep, on it while exactly. you can. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that's, that's exactly what I did. My first NSCA event was uh, in 2009. I yep. think I was a college sophomore. Nice. That's um, awesome. And again, it was because he said, do this. Cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, you know, I, again, being a female with a, a male mentor, yeah. I think is such a great thing. Um, yeah. I am a female mentor to, you know, right. to men as right. well. And it's just, it's a neat, we're people. Everybody's human beings. They need each other. Yeah. Totally. Um, so I, I don't think we need to be in silos or camps. Right. You know, we really need to reach out yeah. across, across that, you know, and not, just within strength and conditioning, but physical therapy, athletic training, docs, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, we, we need to have all of those pieces, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, the better our sports performance administrators. I don't yeah. want to forget them either because, right. again, they're critical to what we do. Yeah. Um, and the more that we, we create bridges yeah. instead of tearing them down right. and saying this is how I do things, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's great. Great. How do you do it? I want right. to learn from you. Yeah. How, what can I take? What kind of gem can I take? Yeah and pull away and, and bring back to my house yep. and put in action, you know? Yeah. Um, and what can you learn from me? It's, it's reciprocal. Yeah. No, I think that's such a great point about mentors too. Like it doesn't, it, you know, you need a great mentor who's a great coach and a great person, right? Like when I first started at Leanne Blinn, who's at ESU yeah. now, you know, was doing a lot of strongman and private sector stuff in Massachusetts. So I used to drive down to where she worked in Mass three mm -hmm. hours from where I lived to learn from her, you know, and, and again, Caitlin, uh, when she was in charge of football at Dartmouth, like yep. I really looked up to those guys to kind of show me what it was to be a, a real hair quotes, you know, college strength coach. Like, yeah. but that was, that was what, you know, I, I sought those people out to, mm -hmm. to make myself better. And it didn't matter who they were. It was like, all right, this is a strength coach that I know I, that I can learn from. It's a positive experience influence right you know. I think a lot of times young um, professionals are of course they're itching to put their education to use yeah. um, you know they're hungry to prove themselves um, you know we have that kind of mantra I guess for better or worse in strength conditioning of like you know put your time in yeah. work kamikaze hours right. all those sorts right. of things the first one in last one out and yeah, yeah I, I think that that's important there's pieces sure. of that that are important but yeah. we also have to and you can do that for a period of time right but totally. you also have to advocate for yourself yeah. and your family and your finances um, I think Mike Caro does a great job of kind of keeping us straight on the college sig about those sorts yeah, of things. And, totally. and, and those, you know, I just, there's a lot of resources out there for us in terms of that, but it's, you know, to the younger professionals, it's not always going to be perfect. Right. You might have to do something for free for right. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like I did, yeah. <laughs> like we all yeah. kind of did, but at the same time, I also think we should, we should be compensated fairly for what we do. Absolutely. Um, but you know, there's, they're going to have to put your time in, um, in some capacity yeah. and having a mentor to help you get there is great. And a lot of my interns still reach out and they're like, Hey coach, it's been a couple of years. I don't know exactly what I want to do. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. And you know, we'll try to share everything and anything we can with them, but yeah. it's up to them to take that mantle yeah. and run with it and, you know, do those things. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great experience. Um, appreciate you being on. Like I said, we'll put all your contact info in the show notes. 
Uh, hopefully people will check you out and go visit and go to the NSCA Maine State Clinic. I got to make it there one of these days still. So, <laughs> you know, I'm keeping it on my radar. But thanks for again being on the show again. Appreciate it. Hey, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. And a big thanks to our sponsor, Sorenex Exercise Equipment. We appreciate their support. And to all of you listening, we appreciate your support. Uh, again, if you like the podcast, make sure that you subscribe wherever you download your podcast from. Write us a review and keep listening in. Look forward to talking with you all soon. Thanks. And if you're new to this podcast and want to learn more about NSCA's strength and conditioning certifications, you can get all the details at nsca.com slash certification. This was the NSCA's Coaching Podcast. The National Strength and Conditioning Association was founded in 1978 by strength and conditioning coaches to share information, resources, and help advance the profession. Serving coaches for over 40 years, the NSCA is the trusted source for strength and conditioning professionals. Be sure to join us next time.